Paul. Welcome to God Hates Fang's True Blood podcast. Uh, in this week's episode, we'll be discussing True Blood Season 6, Episode 2, The Sun. Okay, let's start with, sorry about the de- delay, but yes, um, sorry. This, this episode is a little bit late. So um, everyone's like an episode ahead of us. Uh, it, was the hottest, it was the hottest weekend of the year here in uh, England. So, uh, yeah, so we've been going to barbecues and stuff. <laughs> and plus, <laughs> that's quite really big. I'm really big and pregnant and I, I can't... I can't do podcasting as easily, but, <laughs> even though it doesn't really require much effort. But we got here in the end. Yes. So, yeah, hopefully we'll catch up and get episode 3's podcast done in the next couple of days. Which we can watch later. Yes. Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> um, in the meantime, you can contact us on Facebook, Twitter, you can email or look us up on the website. Oh, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Yeah. Oh, thank you for the baby name suggestions. Yes. <laughs> baby baby Al Seed says thanks. <laughs> Warlow. Baby Warlow. <laughs> That's better. Baby Rudka Howe. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, the episode. Yes. How'd it start? Okay. Um What the fuck? Uh Warlow yeah, Warlow. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Warlow, um, yeah, showed up at the bridge where Sookie and Jason's parents were murdered. Yeah, weird kind of Terminator-style portal opens up and out steps Warlow. But we're assuming it was Warlow. Well, he had a hat and a, a beard and a cloak. So, yeah, but yeah, it was Warlow. Uh, a lot of fans have been saying, a lot of, <laughs> I said, a lot of Eric fans have been saying <laughs> that, they, <laughs> that they think that Warlow is Bill. They think that when you see Warlow, it looks like it's Stephen Moyer but that, in a fake beard. <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes no fucking sense whatsoever, does it? <laughs> That's pretty, yeah. That's that. I don't know, Warlow's like 5,000 years old, so I don't think that makes any sense whatsoever. <laughs> what is it? Do you know their theory behind that? Is oh, they theory? just think that when you slow it down, it looks like it's Stephen Moyer. I think the truth is, maybe it is Stephen Moyer in those scenes. They just haven't cast Warlow yet. Ah. Or have they? Or maybe they have. Wow. Who knows? Interesting stuff. <laughs> okay, so Jason, Sookie, and, and their fairy grandpa. Grand, grandpa. <clears throat> Uh, Rooker Howe explains to Jason that he's not actually Warlow. He's their fucking fairy grandfather. Niall from the books. Yeah. He's actually their great-grandfather. But oh. Well, there should be more greats because Grandpa Stackhouse, we saw in Fairyland, and he wasn't a half-fairy. He was like a normal dude. Well, like, like Andy's kids. Yeah, he, wasn't, he didn't like grow up really fast like Andy's kids. So no. Grandpa Stackhouse... If Grandpa Stackhouse wasn't half fairy, then therefore Niall can't be their great grandfather. There's got to be more greats than that. Ah, he must ah, be their great 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 grandfather. Like it, I reckon. Uh, would you say Rooker Howe was totally stealing every scene that he was in? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were listening to PlayStation Nation podcast. Yeah, and uh, and, and they're, those guys, they're not even True Blood fans, are they? I, I think one of them is. One of them likes one the, of them the kind show. Of, it's a casual viewer. But, uh, but even they were having nerdgasms about Rooker Howe being in the show. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, PlayStation Nation, yeah, good good podcast. Oh, yeah. Check it out if you like your games. Oh, we should put a link to their podcast. They, they do games and films and, and TV and all, all the stuff we like. Yes. So check them out. Uh, yes, so Jason takes Grandpa Niall back to Sookie's house and explains how Warlow came through the air in the bathroom like his face was in a <laughs> Ziploc bag. <laughs> Uh, Niall jumps through to the dimension where Warlow has been kept prisoner since the death of Sookie's parents, just to check that he's still there. Uh, Niall later re-emerges from the alternate dimension, uh, covered in exoplasm or something, and reveals that Warlow has escaped. What the fuck is in this other dimension? <laughs> it's like a dimension of goo that he's been kept prisoner in. It's like, I want to see it. I'm sure we'll, <laughs> we'll get there. 
Uh, great chemistry between uh, Jason and his grandpa. Yes. Yes. Uh, later on, Jason introduces Suki to their new fairy grand- grandpa, and Suki actually doesn't look that impressed. Yeah, really? It's Rook of fucking hell! Come on! <laughs> if a blade runner, Suki, come on! I think she's a bit wary because some of the, the fairies she's met in the past have been twats, haven't they? Yeah, maybe she's thinking he might be one of the evil fairies from season three. Yes, because that, that could <laughs> happen. Not, not one of the nice strip club fairies from season five. This could happen, we don't know, do we? He could be evil. Um, over an epic spaghetti and meatballs dinner, Grandpa Niall explains that he is the king of the fairies and that Suki is a fairy princess. Oh, but Jason is not a fairy prince because the gene skipped him. <laughs> that makes me a fairy prince. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> and this is kind of different in the books because I think in the books, Jason, they kind of say that he gets his good looks and his sexual magnetism from being part fairy. So it, oh. does, it does affect him. So, so he's got some perks. Yeah, well, he's a, we- he's a werepamper in the books anyway, isn't he? <laughs> Remember? Yeah. Um, Niall also explains that Warlow has always been obsessed with the stack houses and then teaches Suki some new fairy skills so she can defeat him. Yeah. Uh, basically, she can regenerate her failing light and she'll be able to make one super energy ball which will kill a vampire. But... It's a one-time deal and that will be the end of her fairy powers. We can see where this might be going. Yes. <laughs> so Suki will lose her fairy powers if she uses them to kill Warlow do you think that's the end game for the show? I think that it's, she's gonna be it's normal kind one of day. Put it in there, isn't it? It's, yeah. Is that her? I kind of, I still, yeah. I think it's gonna end with her being human. I always wonder if it's gonna end with one of the vampires turning human as well. Uh-huh. Maybe. Who knows? Oh yeah. By the way, there was a casting call. And we mentioned this in the previous podcast. There was a casting call for a flashback to like five thousand years ago mm. um, for Niall's mother. Mm. Um, but that never happened. Which, what? The, there was a casting call in the last... Right, so... For this episode. But Niall, the, it wasn't shown as a flashback. Niall just explained and said something about, oh, Warlow came and killed my family. Maybe, my, they, maybe they didn't find the, the lady they were looking for. Maybe they just thought it looked cheese. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> as well. Or they didn't have time or something. Anyway, yeah, so that was kind of, That's a shame. I like, I like ancient flashbacks. But no, it didn't happen. Anyway, Bill's in coma. Uh, Bill starts freaking out after the three Lilithets enter him. That sounds like some tampons. Lilithets. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, he starts uh, experiencing the pain of all the vampires who have ever walked the earth and then turns into a vegetable. Was that was that some good coma acting? Was you watching to see if he was breathing? Kind of. <laughs> I was watching intently. I couldn't even see him breathe. It was good good coma acting. Uh, while, while in his coma, Bill finds himself in some Narnia-type place where Lilith's ghost appears. Uh, fully clothed and cleaned up for once. Holy shit. Even when she's fully dressed, you can still see her muff. That is some Lilith <laughs> lady garden, isn't it? <laughs> and all her buddies, they all had 70s porno crims too. <laughs> <laughs> Every single review that I read of this episode has mentioned Lilith's bush. <laughs> Lilith's bush. <laughs> it's epic. Wasn't that a song? <laughs> the Wild Hearts in Lilith's garden. No. Ah, <laughs> oh, niche, niche joke there, Paul. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, Lilith tells Bill, uh, a tyrant is rising, it is the beginning of the end, you must complete my work. But then she's super cryptic and doesn't really give him any concrete answers. Yeah. I mean, who's the tyrant? If, um, if she says that she is not God, only God is God. What? <laughs> <laughs> she said that, what did she say, that God, God created Adam and Eve and God also created her and made her into a vampire. 
So she was created as a vampire. She didn't become a vampire. So does that, that mean? In, does that mean in the True Blood universe, the Christian God exists, and he might, might turn up, <laughs> save the day? <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. So basically, this is saying that the Bible's true. It's like a creationist episode. What the fuck? Wow. <laughs> That's going to be some good casting. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, this all takes place in daylight. Um, Similar to the scene in season three where Bill had sook his blood and travelled to Fairyland in daylight. Yes. So does this mean, or does this place not count, or will Bill actually be able to daywalk for real? Do we think? Yeah, that's. Uh, no, I'm. I'm I don't know. Oh, is it, uh, he's, he's got just... superpowers. He just hasn't tried that superpower out yet. Of if he trying can be to walk in the sun. Staked. Well, he can't, can he? I mean, sorry. If he can't be staked, then maybe. Oh, he's got to have some weakness though. He must have some weakness, surely. Hmm. Um, okay, but isn't it, it was nice. I thought that this scene showed that Bill's not being controlled by Lilith. It's not a um, <clears throat> John Locke scenario. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> when the three Lilithettes entered him, I kind of thought, oh, look, she's just going to be taken over his body randomly. That's where this is going. <laughs> but it's not. He has a choice. He has free will still. That's, well, that's how, that's how it looks, isn't that's it? That's how it looks, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, poor Jessica can't work out what to do with her comatose dad and decides a human blood hooker might help him. Unfortunately, uh, this plan doesn't work out because Bill turns all puppet master and uses his telekinesis skill to suck her dry. Yeah, another, another Bill superpower <laughs> is discovered. <laughs> the power to crack bones in your sleep. We didn't, we didn't think of that one. We didn't, no, we didn't. In our list of potential superpowers, that the bone cracking thing didn't come up. That's quite cool how he sucked the... <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> the blood out through the air. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting the contortionist lady to. Yeah. <laughs> was that uh, a few people were saying um, that was as gross as the head twisting sexy scene? Really, <laughs> I didn't find that too gross. I didn't find it too. It's quite weird. It's weird, but the head twisting wasn't gross. That was more funny. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was just amusing. Anyway, Suki and Ben, the suspicious new love interest. Yes. Uh, Suki wakes up late because uh, obviously she just had a hectic night of fighting vampires and infiltrating the authority headquarters and all those kind of shenanigans that she normally gets up to. Uh, but Arlene's not sympathetic and demands she gets back to work. Because hey, Suki still has a job, remember? Yep, she's just an ordinary waitress. Uh, but Suki never makes it to work because she finds Sean Slater from EastEnders lying injured in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, uh, the character of Ben is played by a British actor called Rob Kaczynski. Oh yeah, he was, I was surprised when he had an American accent. Uh, and, he, and, he, and he played a major character in British soap opera EastEnders. <gasps> EastEnders. Our favourite. Oh, my favourite. <laughs> Paul's favourite show. Um, basically, he was a bit of a tool who murdered his own dad. Uh, he tried to bury a love rival alive and nearly drove his girlfriend and baby into a lake when he found out the kid wasn't his. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of off-putting for us. Because <laughs> so we're so yeah. used to seeing him as this soap opera character. It's kind of weird seeing him in, in True Blood. But, but he's, he's done quite well. He's kudos well. to him. Yeah. <laughs> to, but yeah. hopefully he'll be back in EastEnders soon. <laughs> anyway, uh, Suki's first instinct is not to stop for, uh, for the injured man, uh, because this is highly suspicious. Hmm. Uh, but her, her kind nature usurps her common sense. Uh, she then reads Ben's mind and realises, hey, he's part fairy too. Oh, wow. He tells her he was attacked by a vampire and can't go to hospital because of his fairy blood. If you recall from season three, fairy blood doesn't have a blood type. Yes, so if he went to hospital, he'd be fucked. Hang on, did, did you think this story was a bit weird? 
Slightly, yeah. It's a bit. But, she's a bit trusting after all the shit that he's gone through just to see some dude he got, he got bitten on the arm but he was kind of rolling around on the floor going ah oh, and he'd been there all night and he'd zapped the vampire once and the vampire had just gone away you know it all sounded a bit it all sounded a bit suspicious. suspicious and obviously Sookie's not well <laughs> anyway she takes pity on him regardless of the fact that he's suspicious and brings him home to patch him up and uh, he's, he's super nice too nice uh, do you think? <laughs> yeah, no way is this guy for real. No way. He's just a bit, a bit suspicious. <laughs> is that, I don't think, yeah, no. I don't think it's just going to be a straightforward romantic subplot. No, because that's what Elsie's is for. Yeah. <laughs> or Sam. <laughs> or, or, is, or, or is it just to make up for all the, the crazy shit that's going on? They thought, hey, let's just have Suki date a regular guy. Hmm. Regular fairy guy. A regular fairy guy. <laughs> Don't know. Yeah, no. Don't know. I don't know. I think because where the books are so romance-driven and they've got that kind of audience. Hey, maybe the dudes listening to this podcast know already because we've seen <laughs> yeah. episode three. Maybe yeah. in episode three turns out to be Warlow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously there's Bill Shippers and Eric Shippers and Sam Shippers and Elsie Shippers. Uh, but do you, think, uh, do you think there's going to be Ben Shippers? Or do you think everyone's beyond giving a fuck? Um... I think beyond. I think beyond giving a fuck, really. <laughs> um, I don't know. A big theory amongst fans is that Ben is actually Warlow. Is that? I could go with that. Is that too obvious, though? It seemed a bit it weird the way he, obvious, he showed but... up like ten minutes after Warlow came into this dimension. But then he's in daylight. Or he could be part of the evil fairies that tried to force Suki to stay could... in Fairyland in season three. He could be evil fairy. He could be... I don't know. <laughs> I still think it's something to do with Warlow. It's just too weird that just this nice and cool guy would show up. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe related to Niall somehow. Because Niall maybe showed up like, and he showed up at the same time. It's... Maybe he's really sook his brother. There's going to be some weird incest storyline. Mm. <laughs> and he killed his dad and tried to bury alive a, a, a lover's ex-boyfriend. Oh, I'm getting <laughs> oh EastEnders. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, the bell flare... Subplots, yeah? Yeah, Belfrors. Uh, yeah, remember the, the Ifri storyline from last year? <laughs> no? Um, the fire demon thing from Iraq, remember? Um, remember Terry killing Patrick? Or, or was it Arlene? I can't um, remember who killed Patrick. That's terrible. I thought the Ifri killed him. It come and got him. No, the Ifri... was running and I was going to... Ifri came to him in Malotz and had a choice and chose to take Patrick? Yeah, but why though? I don't... Didn't Arlene have a gun or something? I can't remember. Who cares? Anyway. Any, anyhow. <laughs> Patrick's pregnant widow, Maggie, shows up at my lots to ask where Patrick has got to. Uh, Arlene manages some epic poker face when she tells Maggie that life really is a shit sandwich and he's run off with another woman. Probably less disturbing to her than finding out her husband... Um, that is Blaine's brain. <laughs> that is Blaine's brain. Is that what happened? I can't I mean, remember what happened. I feel like they were running and the three kind of... I don't... I don't remember. No, 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 that was the other guy, wasn't it? Wasn't there another guy? Oh, sorry, yes. That kidnapped them both. Ah, oh, that, that fucking memorable storyline. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, so now that that storyline's had a kind of pointless conclusion, where are things going to go for Terry and Arlene? Yeah, I mean, are they just going to... I mean, yeah, in season four they dealt with the ghost lady, didn't they? Yeah. And then the fire demon, season five... Um... <laughs> so it's going to be Terry and Arlene's monster of the season. Yeah, or are they just going to help... Andy out with his 
babysitting. Fairy stuff. <laughs> fairy <laughs> stuff. They might, might just have a nice season when nothing horrible happens to them. Is that possible? Uh, I feel like I, I feel well, I feel like it's getting to the point where it'll be close to the end yeah. of the show, and it I feel like people might start dying soon. I'm getting a bit worried because even though Terry and Arlene have shit storylines, I still I still like them. Of course, yes. <laughs> um, anyway, Andy he's he's got his own shit to deal with as he takes his rapidly growing quads to find a fairy nightclub so he can confront Morella. Uh, if he if he just gave it a few more days, there surely there'd be adults. Yeah. And they wouldn't have to worry about looking after them. Surely this is way easier than having to weed them all and do night feeds and change nappies. You'd think. You'd think. Maybe they'll even grow up being able to read and you wouldn't have to worry about school and stuff. What What are the odds that they're going to get into some beef with some vampires, do you think? I think... Uh, yeah, I feel like that's the way it's going because obviously they're going to have... They're going to have even stronger smelling fairy blood than Sookie. Hey, and that's got a theory, but it's a bit spoilerish. <laughs> we'll talk about my spoilerish theory later. Oh, okay. <laughs> In the spoilers section. Okay. It could be, it's probably completely wrong. Okay, so meanwhile, at Fantasia, uh, Eric uses a broken bottle to gouge the toilet. Uh, the toilet. <laughs> to gouge the bullet out of ta- Tara's stomach. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know, what the fuck was that? <laughs> surely, there, uh, surely it was an easier way. It uh, t- turns out those pesky humans have figured out how to make. Ultraviolet bullets. Oh, like in the Underworld film. Yeah. Exactly the same as the Underworld film. That's a good idea. (laughs) Borrowed from the Underworld film. Did you you notice how tender (laughs) Pam was towards Tara? Oh, she acts like a tough nut, but but she cares really, doesn't she? She loves Tara, really. Of course she does. Uh, Yeah, Eric and his clan uh, figure out that this UV gun must be one of the new super vampire weapons that the general that Eric killed was talking about last season. It's good, good that they mentioned the, the general that Eric killed, because uh, we were concerned that they wouldn't revisit this. We did mention this last week, didn't yes. we? Yes. Cause and effect. Yes. Has to occur. Yes. In TV land. Okay, Eric is now surrounded by narky vampire ladies, and Pam is really panicking that they are outnumbered by humans with superior weapons who are out to rob their shit. Kind of a lot of parallels here with human rights issues, hmm. and how kind of groups are ostracised by legislation, and this yeah. shit gets allowed to happen. Eric gets tired of all the yelling, uh, does that extra loud, angry Eric shout. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't do an impression of the loud, right angry And he says he's off to sort all, the, all this shit out, leaving Nora to find out what sort of monster Bill is. Uh, later on, Nora comes across some important information in the Vampire Bible. And so it was that the people led Lilith to the sun, and so it shall be again. As the blood ascends, two will become one. When light and dark collide, our salvation is at hand. What's that an Aerosmith song? <laughs> when love and hate collide. Is that Def Leppard? Def Leppard. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that I didn't get is, yeah. she, she's been reading this vampire bible for like 300 years or something. Yeah. Why, why did she know it? This seemed like quite a significant passage. Maybe she's not, never got to that far. Maybe she's a slow, <laughs> slow reader. read the first chapter many times. I'm still on book three of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> it's taken ages. Oh, that was it. The vampire Bible didn't look that long. No. Anyway, uh, when light and dark collide, our salvation is at hand. Are we thinking what everybody else on the internet is thinking? Uh, that this means Suki and Bill is the key to yeah to the whatever to the end game <laughs> to the end game. Yeah. Uh, I kind of wish this was the last season because it feels like it's last season sort of territory. Also, notice Nora explaining. Uh, Nora explained to Pam that Eric does really care about her and that's why he never told her that he had a sister that was nice that was lovely that was a touch of Pam needed that niceness yes 
And Nora needed to be nice so that we didn't all hate her. <laughs> okay, next up, Eric turns nerd. Yes. Wow. Eric turns up at the governor's mansion and kills a conservationist so he can steal his identity. Uh, for those fans who have been asking how Eric was able to turn up to a 5.30 appointment uh, and it already been night time, uh, according to the internet, the sun sets around 5.30 in Louisiana in November, which is, we're in November at the moment, I believe, in True Blood. Uh, so this is either an error or Eric was just late for the appointment. Yeah, <laughs> but there's a reason. <laughs> they um, should have just said a late, they could have said 6.30 appointment, couldn't they? So yeah, people just, wouldn't be questioning it. Yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, Eric's nerd acting was like in season two when he infiltrated Church of the, of the Fellowship. Yes. Uh, amazing what a different pair of glasses and a bad hairdo can make, isn't it? Yes, and it was, it was a good performance from Skarsgård because his kind of his entire posture—he <laughs> sort of became all stooped over and dorky, and his mannerisms were different, and his, the way he spoke. I like to think of that Eric look as if you're a fan of Red Dwarf. It's the Dwayne Dibley look. The Dwayne Dibley, Dwayne yes. Dibley? <laughs> so yes. People have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Red Dwarf's massive, isn't it? <laughs> Wait, isn't I, that... I fucking hope so. <laughs> I hope you watch Red Dwarf. <laughs> Anyway, Eric tells the governor he's there to discuss the endangered whooping crane. Hmm. Fact time, children. Uh, the, the whooping crane is at risk of extinction. Oh. There are only around 500 in the wild and 200 in captivity. Oh. This is terrible. Anyway. Okay, the governor tells Eric that some vi- vampires attacked a Chuck E. Cheese and turned some kids into vampires and then killed their parents. The fuck is a Chuck E. Cheese? We asked. <laughs> Who were you thinking that was a Chuck E. Cheese? I was thinking that. Well, apparently, it's like a pizza hut, only with games and a dude in a giant mouse costume. Oh, so it's hmm. that sounds great. <laughs> uh, was that? Was that <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like hell. Was the Chuck E. Cheese story true? Do you think, or was it just a made-up bit of propaganda? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I'm going for propaganda. Although. Didn't the vamp- didn't the authority last season say that all the vampires needed to make more progenies to increase their numbers? Yes. Yes. So. So this is kind of a repercussion of that, maybe. Yes. It's just yes. If it's true. Well, it's just some vampires on a good night out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eric tries to glamour the governor, but it turns out those pesky humans have invented anti-vampire contact lenses to prevent glamouring. Wow. Clever shit, we say. Did you kind of think there would be something to prevent the glamouring? Uh, did you think, no, this is way too easy? did kind of think it was way too easy. <laughs> I thought maybe his glasses. I thought, oh no, maybe there's something on his glasses. I didn't think of contact lenses. But it did do a, it did do a good impression of someone being glamoured. Yeah, the music was playing in the background. And yes, obviously, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Eric gets arrested and yeah. uh, he's just about to be deported to a vampire detainment centre. But, of course, he just flies away. <laughs> As we knew he would. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Apparently the, the humans haven't come up with weapons to deal with that yet. So, yeah. good. Uh, would it, do you think it's going to be a major storyline that some of the vampires are going to end up in this detention camp at some point? Oh, well, I don't know. It's maybe, oh. maybe if we'd seen episode three, we'd know. <laughs> well, it's more about that later, isn't there? Possibly, yes. Yeah, future yes. events, yes, possibly. Yes, fuck yes. Yeah. Yes, I forgot about that, yeah. Uh, Eric <laughs> returns uh, to glamour the governor's daughter, Willa. Willa, is that Willa? Yeah, I think her name was Willa. Yeah. Um, who, of, of course, is smoking hot and looking like a vampire bait. So what's Eric what's going to do with her? Smash her doors in. Um, <laughs> if you're thinking that Amelia Rose Blair, the girl that plays Willa, looks familiar, you might have seen her in 90210. 
We didn't. Oh, we didn't because we don't watch that show. No. <laughs> no. Hey, do you think it's kind of funny that True Blood and The Walking Dead both have supervillains called The Governor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to get confusing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Sam. Sam is surrounded by douchebags everywhere he goes. Yeah. Um, Sam gets on with work and pretends that everything is totally normal, uh, while Lafayette plays dress up with Emma. She doesn't seem that traumatised that her mum's died, does she? Hey, but then, then again, she's got Lafayette as a new mum, so that's, that's, that's probably all right, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. It's okay, mum's dead, but this nice, this nice gay thing. black man with loads of clothes is now my mum. It's <laughs> 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 <This is> weird. <laughs> okay, a bunch of annoying uh, hippies show up at Malotte's, and one of them, Nicole, reveals to Sam that she's from the Vampire Unity Society. Ugh. Are they annoying? Yeah. Isn't it? yeah. Uh, she knows all about him and Luna being shifters and wants to help. How does she know this information? <laughs> She's obviously a bit of a nosy motherfucker. Is she possibly a shifter? I never know with the shifters. Can they tell each other by smell or something? Surely Sam would uh, be able to smell her. I think they can, can't they? He must be able to smell other shifters, surely. Is she possibly a new love interest for Sam? Uh, new love interest for Sam. Or is that a bit too... Weird so soon after Luna's death. It'd be a bit insensitive. Yeah. Was Luna not dead? Was Luna... Oh. I'm, 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 they've still, not, they've not found her body, have they? I'm still thinking that That's, she might not be dead. I, I wish... I really hope she's not because she's really cool. Was she cast for this season? Was she actually been cast for this season? Because like, obviously she's had the death scene, but that would have been filmed last season. I she don't know. Coming back this I don't season, know if she it? was... That I don't know. Been... I don't know how it works. No idea. Uh, Nicole gives Sam a kind of pious, annoying speech about how she knows he, she knows what he's going through because yeah. her her grandparents were part of the civil rights movement. Yes, yeah, so obviously she knows what a, a shape shifting <laughs> dude with werewolves fights and and dudes after. Yeah, she knows. Yeah, how does something that happened to her grandparents forty years ago give her any insight yeah, into what it's like to be a shape shifter? That ridiculous. Uh, anyway, <laughs> not to undermine what her grandparents went through. No, but, but she don't know. She knows jack shit. <laughs> she knows jack shit. Uh, she wants to come out in public as a shapeshifter. Um, she wants Sam to come out. Sorry, yes, yeah, Sam's come out. Uh, a bit fucking presumptuous, really. It's, it's not. It's not down to Sam to put his life at risk after all the shit he's been through, is it? Yeah, that's a, yeah. What cheek? She just rolls in there. Uh, in the in one of the books, Sam does actually go through this and shift on TV uh, to prove the existence of shapeshifters mm. to the world. So I don't know if is that later on in the books or ah oh, shit? What one is it? I can't remember. Oh, they all merge into one pool. I have no idea. It's it's like five, six, seven, maybe? I can't wow. remember. Oh, there's so many of them. Anyway, uh, Nicole's played by Journey Smollett-Bell, uh, who was in the main cast of a show called Friday Night Lights. Which, again, we've never seen. We've um, never seen... Apparently it's about a high school football team. I'd never heard of it. To be football honest. team? Not Oh, yeah, fo- American football. American team. football. Not <laughs> soccer. Not soccer. <laughs> uh, later on, Sam and Lafayette are with Emma. Uh, did this did this scene happen at Lafayette's or at Sam's? I couldn't work it out. That was a Lafayette's yeah, house, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, Alcide, Martha and that annoying werewolf girl, uh, Danielle, turn up, uh, beat the shit out of them and kidnap Emma, who is screaming that she wants to stay with Sam. Evil fucking werewolf. Is Alcide being a dick because he's now pack leader or because of the V that he took? Do you think? I don't know, maybe he was just... I don't know. He's, he always seemed like a nice enough dude. He, was, he wasn't interesting, but he seemed nice enough. Why would Emma want to live with the werewolves? Yeah, they tried to like, force feed her V last time she was there. <laughs> and, then she, and then she got kidnapped by Steve Newlin and Russell Wellington. Yeah, and they're just creepy and gross. <laughs> uh, while all this was going on, the out-of-town hippies are in the bushes 
uh, taking photos. Uh, they, they don't get a money shot of the werewolves or Sam shifting. Uh, what they can use the photos for, what, to what, blackmail Sam or... So either blackmail Sam or blackmail the werewolves? Or, or maybe they'll offer to get Emma back in return for him coming out as a shifter. Yeah, so, or maybe that's... they've got some lame website. They've probably got a lame website. Is Elsie turning into a total tool? Is, is that a sign that he's going to die this season, do you think? Maybe. It did seem kind of an abrupt personality change. Did the fans like him in this episode? The fans fucking hated him. They liked the new Elsie. <laughs> no, everyone's angry at Elsie now. Bad doggy. Bad doggy. And then we have the cliffhanger. So back at Bill's mansion, he's still in a coma. And Jessica prays to Lilith for all her friends, human and vampire. Yeah, the prayer was very ominous, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Will all these characters survive the season? Uh, there's, some, there's a kind of tone to that scene that made me think, hmm, some of these characters could die soon. Who do you think, just straight off the bat, who do you think would be the first sort of A-class character to go? Um... A-class. <laughs> Turn them into drug class A-character. <laughs> I'm thinking... Oh, I feel worried for Terry. I feel worried for Terry because I think he's not got much storyline. But I feel worried for Lafayette as well because where he died in book one, he's always kind of been the character where I thought, oh, he could die. Tara? You think Tara? I think Tara. Tara could die because she's kind of getting some happiness and things. Yeah. That she's found a Fans. new identity as a vampire. Oh, it's all good. I'm scared. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, when Jessica mentioned Hoyt in her prayer, did you think, oh yeah, Hoyt? Who? <laughs> <laughs> I remember him. Uh, luckily, Bill comes out of his coma and accidentally uses his telekinesis to turn the news channel on. Oh, convenient. That's a, that's a good superpower, <laughs> remote control. It shows, um, it shows a vampire being dragged by chains. Mm, the same uh, vampire that Bill saw in his vision the previous night. He can see the motherfucking future. <laughs> he has another vision uh, where all his vampire buddies are getting rounded up and forced to meet the sun in some sort of vampire concentration camp. <gasps> it's the light hole thing from Interview with the Vampire. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, this week has been the week of rip-off vampire ideas. <laughs> hey, did you know, Nat, that some, some fans have been complaining <sighs> that, that it's offensive to have vampire concentration camps? It's fucking fiction. It's a TV <laughs> it's a show. It's program. Get Come on. The people will always find something. How's it offensive? In in the in, you know in within the show, it's not offensive, is it? Well, in general, just have camps. It, it's, I don't know. That's... It wasn't really. I don't know. I think you're kind of reading too much into it and taking it a bit too seriously. If you start complaining <laughs> yeah. about things like that. Uh, so Bill now knows that his mission from Lilith is to save vampire kind from being destroyed by humans. So does this mean that Bill's vision of the future is not is not set in stone? It's something that he can change? Yeah. We're hoping. <laughs> otherwise, everyone, it's not like, otherwise everyone is fooked. It's not like lost. <laughs> what happened, happened. We can't change. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> lost boys. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so the, the tyrant that Lilith mentioned... Uh, is that is that the Wallow or is that is that the governor? The governor. You think it's the governor? The yeah. Governor. <laughs> Has he got one eye? <laughs> uh, so is Lilith evil or not? That is the that is the question. I don't know. Like, I last know. season, I just kind of thought she wanted carnage and she despised or ju- humans. Or just to save the vampires? No, it's kind of she seemed quite nice in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's not 
making Bill a evil puppet or anything. She's she just seems quite chilled out and yeah, nice. Yeah, she seems like a nice big muff lady. Yeah. <laughs> That's, um, so general reaction to the episode. Um, Eric and Jessica stole this episode? I think so, yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I really, yeah, Eric's scene definitely. That was that was a big talking point of the episode. His nerd acting. Yeah. And uh, Jessica, yeah. Jessica, kind of <laughs> poor Jessica running around burying dead bodies, oh. getting prostitutes for Bill. Uh, <laughs> oh, we like Jessica. <laughs> Praying, <laughs> poor girl. If, do you think more like season one with equal rights, all in you know bonton? Yeah, yeah, they did say, did they, didn't they say prior to this season that they were going to try and go back to season one a bit? And it does yeah. seem like it's going back to the season one themes. We, we, are we thinking that everyone has some interesting storylines developing? Sam's, yeah, Sam's beef for the werewolves. That's kind of a bit more interesting for the werewolves. <laughs> hmm. the, yeah, the, yeah the, the Warlow thing I like. I like the, the Lilith thing. I like the Eric and the Governor thing, the vampire internment camps and the weapons to use against uh, some good stuff some good stuff brewing it's um yeah the character I'd be concerned about would be Terry yeah Terry and Arlene I'm just concerned about because they've not really got a storyline yet that's <laughs> chilling yeah they don't need a storyline <laughs> so what do you think up in the game with more uh, their sci-fi kind of weirdness yeah I think that's that's a good move for the show. Yeah? Yeah. Because I like, we like that sort of thing. Yeah, other dimensions. Yeah, and X-Men powers and seeing the future and stuff. Vampire science? <laughs> yeah, that's, the show's kind of, the show couldn't get sexier mm. with each season because it was getting ridiculous. So I think it should get weirder and that seems like a good route to, to go down. And every path is maybe leading to the end game now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I think now is the time for some music. Yes. Um, so I'm in a jingle. Oh, shit, that means, yeah. I haven't really got anything to jingle on, because I've bought a packet of guitar strings. To, <laughs> no, I've got some guitar strings for Christmas, and I, and I took all the old guitar strings off, off my guitar, and then I put the new ones on. There's only five. There's only five <laughs> in the packet. There's a motherfucking string missing, so now I've got a, a five-string guitar. The, where's the harmonica? Quick. Harmonica, yeah, that's a good idea. At hand. <laughs> I, I don't, um, okay. Music, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. These daytime so, podcasts are oh. weird. <laughs> normally, do, normally we podcast in the evening, but we're doing it during... It's like half two in the afternoon. Yeah. We don't know what's going on. <sighs> okay, music. So, I Lost My Job of Loving You by Buddy Miller and Jim Lauderdale. That was uh, in my lots. And uh, This Kind of Party by Big Bad Johns, also in my lots. And finally, The Sun by The Naked and Famous. And that was during the end credits. There's, there's not been much music no. in the last two episodes. I liked. <laughs> I enjoyed that song at the end. That's yes, good. I did. I did. I meant to investigate that we band check, further. We should check them out. Yes, we should. Okay, so that's the music. Now it's time for... What the Fuck of the Week. What the fuck? And our 
fuck of the week is... Bill sucking the blood out of the contortionist prostitute lady. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was an easy... An easy choice. Hey, did you think when there was a casting call for contortionist, did you think there was going to be some sexy times coming up? That's what I thought. Because when in Game of Thrones, when there was a casting call for contortionist, it was sexy times contortionist. Was that the two ladies having sexy times? There was one where a lady put her legs behind her head, you remember? Mm. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> That's what, so when I saw <laughs> contortionist was going to be true, but I thought, oh, yeah. she's going to do some things with her legs. But she didn't. I didn't she... think it would be bone snapping. <laughs> she shriveled up and, and snapped. That was and quite. Yeah, that was quite weird. That was quite weird. <laughs> um, so that's time yeah. for all. Are you are you doing it? Are you doing the line of the week? Uh, do you want to do it? Oh, go on, I'll do it. All right. And and that's time for our line of the week. And our line of the week is... He's been tracking Walla like he's Boba Fett, like an intergalactic bounty hunter. Not actual intergalactic travel, but space and time shit that kind of hurts my head. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Star Wars reference. There's a Star Wars in reference Blood. in True Blood. It's all good, isn't it? <laughs> Order has been restored to the universe. There used to be Star Wars references all the time in Buffy. I think True Blood needs more Star Wars. I see. That, was, that is truly <laughs> the first one, isn't it? I feel like there was another one that we can't remember. We shall, we shall research that. Yes. There were some other lines, weren't there? I think there was an Arlene, there was a good Arlene line. Didn't Arlene have the line of the week last week? So it's one point to Arlene, one point to Jason so yes. far. Yes, yes. Arlene this week also said, Sugar, this is Bon Tom. Down here organic means you play the fancy piano at church. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's uh, Sam. Sam to Nicole. Uh, listen, Nicole, you seem like a nice person, but you don't know fuck all about my life. This is Louisiana. Do you know what that means? <laughs> Angry Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then there was Nicole to Sam. But then that's shaking the head, so that was a bit of a shit one. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a long speech. Okay, blah, 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 blah. I know what the fuck that means. Okay, that was the one. So, anyway, that's, that's the lines of the week. Line of the week. Now it's time for news. <laughs> Stephen Moyer is going to be starring as Billy Billy Flynn, I think that's the character's name, in a special all-star performance of the musical Chicago at the wow. Hollywood Bowl this summer. Wow. Should we go? <laughs> that's the character, I believe, that Richard Gere plays. Mm. If, you, if you don't know, Stephen Moyer was in like hundreds of musicals before he was in True Blood. <laughs> wow. That's, uh, that'd be good, I reckon. Worth yeah. watching. Oh, I think uh, Zena Warrior Princess is in it as well. Definitely worth watching. <laughs> see, Warrior Princess and Bill Compton are the same thing. Singing. Come okay, on, what did you want? Next up, uh, Deborah Ann Wall's boyfriend, EJ Scott, is continuing to raise money. For the... Ah, uh, this word. The choroideremia. Cor- oh, choroideremia. We're sorry, dudes. Well done. Well done. Choroideremia <laughs> Research Foundation. And, uh, yeah, he has about 100 auctions on eBay at the moment. Um, yeah, that is, that's, that's fantastic. Also, Michael McMillian um, has donated a huge chunk of his comic collection uh, towards the cause. I believe he told us that at the time we spoke to him as he well. Did, yes, when we interviewed Michael yeah. McMillian. <laughs> he did mention this. And yeah, so there's some really awesome stuff. There is some truly we'll great stuff. We'll put a stuff. link to EJ Scott's eBay store. Oh my God. I mean, there's some, there's some Sign True Blood stuff. That's good. 
But. But. They, 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 <laughs> I really want this and it's too expensive. But it's the, the graphic novel of The Hedge Knight, <sighs> which is like a prequel to Game of Thrones. Oh my god, it's so. Oh, I can't, it's like. Last time I looked, it was on like $50. So, uh, it's a little bit too much. Um, oh yeah, and also, Paul, on one. On one of um, Deborah Ann Moore and EJ Scott's previous um, yeah. <laughs> eBay, well, that was on eBay. Yeah, that was yeah Stephen King's The Skeleton Crew. Yeah, and 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 Deborah Ann Moore and EJ Scott uh, autographed the front of the book for me. <laughs> so <laughs> it looks weird. It's like it's a, it's a Stephen it's King all, book, but it's, it's signed by them dudes. So it's, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So come on, raise, raise some money for this charity because the dude, well, all the marathons. That's amazing. So, yeah, buy some eBay stuff. Okay, that's it for news. Now it's time for some spoilers for an episode that you've already seen. (laughs) (laughs) Spoilers! Okay, spoilers for the episode that's already been on. Episode 3, which is called You're No Good. (laughs) Yes, Steve Newlin will be in the next episode. Yes! Along with his wife, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, Steve Newlin. Uh, Jason and Suki are going to visit a friend of their parents in order to get some answers. There's going to be a flashback with eight-year-old Suki. Oh, we love flashbacks with eight-year-old Suki. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the synopsis says, uh, the short synopsis says, Bill looks for a solution to an impending catastrophe. Eric takes a hostage. Uh, presumably Willa. Uh, while try uh, while Sam tries to recover one, presumably Emma. Yes, uh, the longer version of the synopsis says, "I rate over Burrell's blatant aggression towards vampires." Eric takes matters into his own hands. After dangerously testing the the limit of his powers, uh, attempting to daywalk, uh, Suki begins to learn why Warlow is after her. Hang on, I think I've typed, I've typed this wrong. Yeah, that didn't make sense. <laughs> after. After dangerously testing the limit of his powers, Bill enlists a true blood innovator to uh, sympathise a new type of blood. Um. In order to, to... Oh, right, okay. Uh, sorry, I've written this... I've typed this up all wrong. Anyway, Suki begins to learn while Warlow is you've, after her. You've seen the episode already. <laughs> you you know better than us. Come on. Sam receives unexpected help from Nicole and her gang of hippie weirdos. Uh, Steve Noonan finds his past ideals turn into a current nightmare. Right, this, this is uh, what we mentioned Bill, earlier. Bill enlists a true blood innovator to synthesise a new type of blood but has difficulty finding the right donor. So, this was my theory. Yes. I'm reading this spoiler. Yes. I'm assuming... <laughs> I'm talking about stuff that's already happened, but we've not But we it. don't know, so... <laughs> um, I thought, well, does that mean that he wants fairy blood? So he wants the scientists to make true blood that's a replica of fairy blood, so the vampires will be resistant to sunlight, I won't all die. And still have powers. And still have their powers. So my theory was that he's going to go to Suki and say, hey, Suki, I need some of your blood. To copy for the scientists. And she's going to say... She's going to say, fuck off. Go away, Bill. <laughs> uh, um, and then I thought, would he then ask Andy? Mm. Because those fairy quads are his great, 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 great grandkids. Yes. So he and has then... blood rights over them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> that's my theory. It's probably already happened. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's good. I hope it does. I hope it does. I think that is... I, I still want... Yeah, because I still want... The Andy Bill, hey, I'm your grandpa scene that's never that's happened. Got, that's got to happen, hasn't it? That's got to happen, yeah. He found it like three seasons ago. No, when was it? Season four he found out. So that was the spoilers. And um, yeah, hopefully he was spoiled. <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll know later. 
Anyway, uh, so a couple of links for you. One to oh Jessica's video blog thing is yes. back. Yes. Yes. And there's some good videos of her on there. And uh, to EJ Scott's eBay auctions. Yes. And a place. Remind me that I've got to put a link to the PlayStation Nation podcast just because they're fucking cool. And if any of you dudes do want to. Go on to eBay and, and bid for the Hedge Knight graphic novel and send it to us. You're more than welcome to do that. <laughs> yeah. we, we appreciate anything. Uh, Nat's going to put some tags up there. The... <laughs> no, you're not going to put the tags on there. You're going to put some links on there. I'm going to put some links on there. That we just said about. We just... Uh, oh, we need some sleep. We do. It's a quarter three in the afternoon. Let's go to sleep. Okay, so that is it for that us it. for now. But Hope... we'll hopefully be back in a couple of days. Yes. A couple of days with... Yeah. With, with, with our wits about us yes so <laughs> uh, yeah good afternoon take care take care bye for now <laughs>